Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Dude. Traffic, traffic is back. It's ridiculous. Boston traffic is the most, I bet you it's got to be worse than traffic out in California. It has to be. I have been, I left Boston and I live in Revere. I live, I literally, I I live five, six, ten miles. I don't know. It's not that far. If there's no traffic, it's probably a, a 15 minute ride. I've been sitting in the tunnel since 4 o'clock right now it's 4.45 when I'm recording this podcast in the afternoon spazzing out America's podcast it's the it's, I don't understand where people are going I don't know where they're going and why they drive like this and what's worse is the big dig here in Boston, Massachusetts for those of you that have never seen the big dig that lived down in Texas, Florida, Alabama that listen to the show it was a, a $15 billion waste of money that didn't alleviate traffic because they didn't account for how many cars would be on the road 25 years after the fucking project was done. To get to my house, to get to Revere, literally, it's a one-lane tunnel. One-lane tunnel. You get off, 93 you head down the tunnel now. There are two lanes at the time, but one split sends you to South Boston. So South Boston's got an easy ride. Then the next one goes to the fucking airport. And then you got 5 billion cars trying to get to Revere. And what's worse is they're adding 10,000 units at this place called Suffolk Downs that's half in Revere and half in East Boston. They're going to add 30,000 fucking cars by one lane to fucking get here. It's a, it drives me goddamn bonkers. Jesus. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Because I'm doing the podcast right now in my car. I'm in my car, in the tunnel, doing my podcast. Because I'm never going to get home. By the time I get home, it's going to be fucking midnight. And i got to wake up the next day to do the morning show. So i got to get up early. And by the time I, I'm going to get home, I'm going to take a fucking nap. I'm not even gonna, at bedtime, go to bed. I don't even get to eat. But there are bigger problems in the world and other things that we need to talk about. And I haven't got a chance to talk to you guys about General Milley yet and my thoughts on it because I sometimes like to sit back and read the news stories as they come out, try to get both sides, try to see where people stand. I was waiting to hear what President, uh, former President Donald Trump had to say on it. Joe Biden is backing the general 150%. Of course, Joe's backing him. And I'm going to get to, I'm going to tell you why. Something's a little suspicious about the timing of the calls to China. Milley made two calls to China, to the Chinese generals, to assure them that the United States was in a secure place and that there was going to be no strike on them. I mean, why would he even call them and say that anyways? And why would China even be worried that we were going to strike them? 
Where, what was their intelligence they were, that they were getting that Donald Trump was going to make an attack on them? I'd like to see that information. But let's get back to Milley. Milley's making secret calls at the end of President Trump's uh, at, the, at the end of President Trump's presidency or at the end of his term. It's not the end of his presidency. I believe he'll run in 2024 and he'll, and he'll have another um, another four years and then we could say that his presidency has ended because he'll never be able to get reelected again. So in October, Milley makes a call and in January, which we already know by January, we know that Biden is going to be the president and, you know, I, I mean, we know for sure after January 6th he was going to and obviously he got inaugurated in, on January 20th. So there's a couple of beasts that I have or that I'm curious about, about the timing of the call. So if Milley makes these phone calls to China to assure them that the United States isn't going to attack and that America is fine and that if we do plan to attack, I'm going to let you know. Well, that to me seems like he turned on Donald Trump. Now, Trump has come out and says that he believes that the whole thing is fabricated, but if it's, if the, but then he added a but, but if it's not, if it's not fabricated, then it's treason. Of course it is. If it's not fabricated, you had a general that didn't believe in our president's orders or that didn't believe I mean, I know everybody goes down the line of, um, you know, we have a military with a, with, with, with a, a civilian head. The military is controlled by the people, allegedly. But ultimately, the military is supposed to answer to a civilian head. The civilian head of the military is the president. or the per- I mean, it's simple. The guy's a civilian. He's not in the military. Our commander-in-chief is not in the military. Have we had commanders-in-chiefs? That, that were in the military, obviously, George Washington, um, oh, Jesus, Eisenhower, um, um, Grant, uh, Jackson. Th- there have been plenty, plenty of presidents that were either generals or that were in the military at some point. But after they leave the military, they become a civilian and they become the civilian head of our armed forces. And some people are making a big deal on that end. He he hopped the, the he he cut the chain of the civilian power off. Fuck that shit. I want you to look at it simple, very simple, and very easily. Forget that it's a civilian. He turned his back on the president of the United States. That's almost mutiny. Deciding to not take orders from your superior or deciding that if your superior is going to make a decision, you are going to tip off the enemy that we're coming. Because in this case, because you think that the president is a nutbag or the president is off his hinge or that the president isn't fit to be in office, you don't get to decide that. If you have that problem, if you feel that way, then resign. If you feel, if you are a general and you feel like you cannot take orders from the president of the United States because you don't politically align with him, because you think that he's off the hinge, well, then you need to step down. That's the only answer. The only true answer here for Millie is that at that time, 
he should have come out and said, I cannot take orders. I'm a conscientious fucking objector. I'm out. I can't take orders from Donald Trump. That's what he should have said. Or I can't take orders from this president or that president. There have been many generals that have been under the thumb of a president that they don't agree with politically or that they don't like. But it's country, it's duty and country fucking first, bro. You can't have a phone conversation with China and tell them, I'm going to tip you off if we're about to strike. It's the very act of treason. Treason. That's It's fucking Benedict Arnold. It's straight up. You're going to tell the British we're coming. You're going to give them the tip. You say, hey, Britain, King George, there's no plan for an attack. But if there was a plan, I'm going to give you a good head notice so that you can get ready. Let's, let's make it easier. Let's bring it home. Let me bring it home. It is like, if you're, a baseball would be a good one. It's like a pitcher is about to throw a fastball or he's about to throw a changeup or a slider or a curveball and the catcher lets the batter know, say, hey, bro, hey, just so you know, if he's going to throw a fastball, I'm going to tell you. It's as simple as that. And I know you sports people out there think that shit's fucked up. Anybody would think it's fucked up. It's like you're playing in a football game and the center gets up to the nose guard and says, hey, listen, if, uh, if, if we're running a pass play, I'm going to tell you what the play is so you can tell everybody else before it happens. That's why people are upset. We're so divided in this country between Democrats and Republicans that we can't even agree that a general should never ever have a conversation with a foreign power and I mean look, wait let me back that up I am okay with generals having conversations with each other I don't have a problem with that I'm okay with with what with the with the generals in China the generals in fucking Russia having conversations with other generals here in the United States or on the phone or something like that what I have a problem with is our top general saying we are going to tip you off if we decide to strike you. I'm going to tip you off. That should piss off Democrats. That should piss off Republicans. More people should be upset about it. And it's a shame. It's a damn shame that our current president has decided to back him. Now, why has Joe decided to back him? I want to get into that a little bit more. I believe it is my conspiracy theory that Joe and General Milley were having communications and and were, and were having conversations before Joe became president. And I don't know. Maybe Joe said, "Hey, it's a lock," because some people think that they, they stole the presidency. I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those people that believe we got out hustled. We got out hustled when it comes to the mail-in ballot because Republicans decided they didn't want to go after mail-in voters. They wanted to try to win in court. And while we were trying to win in court, the Democrats were being smart going door to door and ballot harvesting. 
I want all that shit to be illegal, but at the time, it wasn't illegal, and we should have did the same thing to ensure victory. Stoop to their level. Let's fucking win. I believe that Millie and Joe Biden had conversations about military policies, about foreign policies, about all sorts of shit, about when Joe becomes president, and Joe said to him, you need to reach out to China, and you need to tell them we're not going to strike, we're not going to strike. And let me be clear on this, because it, 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 it's turn, he's turn, he turned his back on Trump. But when you turn your back on the president, you turn your back on us. But he thinks he just turned his back on Trump. So him and Joe had the convo and he was like, listen, you need to tell China that Donald Trump isn't going to do anything stupid in the next three months while he's still president. And that when Uncle Joe gets in, things are going to be fine. And that's all sorts of bullshit to me. Now, President Trump said straight up, he never had any plans whatsoever. Never had any plans or any thoughts about striking China. Doesn't even know where the thought came from. But clearly, China needed a sign that when Joe was going to become president, that things were going to go back to the way they used to be. China needed a sign from someone high up like a general that we weren't a military threat to them when Joe becomes president that we were going to go back to business the way things were before when Obama was president that was reiterated but the big mistake he made there was if in the next few months while we're waiting for Donald Trump to transition out if he decides to attack you I'm going to turn my back on Donald Trump and the American people and I'm going to tell you that we are going to 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 attack. Why did why would he do that? Because he would say, "Well, I don't believe in his gut, and it, it, it's his gut feeling that we shouldn't attack." And and Joe has said that we're not going to attack. But the problem is, you don't get to make that call. You don't get to do that. When you're a general, you take orders from a civilian leader who happens to be the president of the United States. When he tells you to fucking jump, you jump. He tells you to take a shit, you take a shit. He tells you whip your dick out, you whip your fucking dick out. And if you can't fucking handle it, then you need to resign. Because anything less than taking orders from your superior is fucking court-martial city. But people aren't upset about it. Because it's not happening to their guy. Republicans are pissed. But I think Republicans would be pissed either way. I don't think it matters what fucking president it was. If one of the military leaders went behind the president's back without permission, without orders, and said, I'm going to tip you guys off as to when we're going to attack if we are, it's fucking treason. Now, I'm sure it burns General Milley's fucking ass to hear people like me, to hear people on Fox News, to hear anybody in America dare challenge the general. You know, you need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. I'll do the things that you wouldn't fucking do. And yes, I'll heal to the military service. I have nothing but respect for our armed services. Nothing. You guys will do anything. You will do what is right. You'll protect us. You keep us safe. This is literally, I can do this podcast because of the armed services and the things they've done for me. I I love them. I love them. But we cannot, we cannot allow 
the chain of command to be stepped on, to be disregarded, to be thrown to the side because you don't agree with somebody politically. If you have a conference, especially at that level, if you have a conflict of interest with your superior's politics, you really have one or one or one, you have two options. One, you can put country in duty first and you can listen to your superior and do what they ask you to do because they got told by somebody else. Or the other thing is you can resign instead of turning your back on the country. Here in the United States of America, for good or for bad, we elect people to represent the will of the people. That, that sounds right. We elect, we elect officials to represent us. Good or bad. Unfortunately, right now, we have Joe Biden. And I don't fucking like Joe Biden. But if I was in the military and Joe told me that I had to do something, I would fucking do it. Because he is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. And the guy is a fucking kook. He's a boob. But he's still the president. And by law here and by the constitution, he is the commander. I don't get to say whether or not I like his strategy. My job is to do what he wants me to do. That's it. That's what you signed on for. For good or for bad, for, for it, it doesn't matter. It puts our country at risk when generals believe they have that when generals believe they're not accountable to the president. And I get that that's probably a huge tough. I, I it's probably a fucking killer. You spent your entire life studying, learning. Everything it takes to become a general. You've given your whole life. And you got to take orders from some fucking guy that got elected. That's never ever been in the military. And you got to take orders from him. But that's what you signed on for. And that's how our country is built. Our country is built that the people have a say in what happens. And how do we get our say? We get a say by the, by the officials that we elect. And sometimes we get our guy, sometimes we don't have our guy. But in the military and as a general, you don't have the luxury of deciding to listen or not listen. Supreme Court justices do a pretty damn good job of keeping their bias out of, out of just reading the law of the land. Out of, they look at the Constitution... And they rule on court cases based on the Constitution, not based on their personal opinions. Generals have to do the same. You have to act militarily and and draw up military strategies based on your commander-in-chief. And nowhere is there any room for a general to tell another country... That if the United States has decided to declare war on them, where and when we are going to strike. It's unacceptable. And unfortunately for the general, 
we or maybe it's unfortunate for the American people because we might never know what was exactly said. There are transcripts. All these phone calls have been recorded and there are transcripts on them. Now, he doesn't have to turn them over. Remember when uh, uh, Trump's transcripts got turned over when he's uh, having the phone conversations, I think, with the Ukraine? He turned them over himself. These don't have to be turned over. I think that Congress needs to pass some kind of a, uh, of a law. Now, hear me out, because I don't want transcripts getting out. Why don't I want them getting out? I, because if those things are made public domain... We'll never have phone conversations again with foreign leaders because they won't trust us. They'll never, a president will never be able to talk to another president to try to work out something for fear of the transcript getting out there. Generals won't be able to talk to generals. The reason the transcripts aren't put out there are to protect the secrecy of certain conversations. But the reason that there are transcripts is so that the government can monitor those conversations so that they can find out if there is treason going on. The reason we have transcripts and, and tapes is so that you can go back and listen and say, hey, General Milley, sounds like you just said you would fucking tip China off. Is that what's going What You don't have to say you have it. And then it's up for the higher ups like Joe Biden to get that information and, to dis- and say, hey, we're fucking moving on from Milley. We bounced them. Now, these transcripts need to be available, I think, to a select few congressmen and and senators, a panel made up of Democrats and Republicans, even number, maybe 10 total. They get to look at the transcripts and they can deem whether or not this is an impeachable offense, whether or not this is a court-martial offense, well, court-martial wouldn't be in Congress, but whether or not this is a crime, whether this is treason or not, if we can't get the transcript, we're never going to fucking know, because Joe Biden has access to the transcript, he's going to bury it. And the other people that have access to it will bury it as well. Eventually, we'll find out. There are leaks. Our reporter will get their hands on it. But by that time, it'll, it'll be meaningless. It'll mean nothing. Years down the road, Millie will have retired with his full pension and sent off and, you know, as, as a fucking high five general and not, not held accountable for turning his back on Donald Trump and on the American people. But hey, maybe he didn't do that. He claims he didn't. Maybe. He really just had a conversation with the generals and and just said, yeah, everything's cool over here in the United States of America, stable. And that was it. And he didn't say, but if it weren't, we were going to attack. See, the key here is that he said he would let them know that we were coming after them. Let them know. I mean, that's tipping them off to military maneuvers. And then the fact that he didn't have permission to have the phone conversations and that they weren't discussed with Donald Trump. I mean, it seems pretty suspicious to me, but that's just me. I don't know. But if there's nothing on the transcript, then maybe they should make them public the way Donald Trump did. Of course, we'll never get that. And what they won't be. That's another funny thing. The double standard liberals won't pressure the White House to get the transcripts and make them public. 
But the Democrats were all over Trump to make the transcripts of his uh, Ukraine fucking phone call. And he did. And he made them public and was like, what? There's nothing here. You guys got nothing. You got nada. And maybe someone could put the same pressure on the Biden administration and on Millie to put the to put the transcript out there and let the American people know. Let the American people get a little confidence back that our highest general and that the president of the United States are basically aren't working together and that they weren't working together back in October. And they weren't having conversations and saying, hey, you know what, call China and let them know that we're good. And once we get the quote unquote nutbag out, nothing's going to happen. But the liberals don't think that way and the liberals can't understand. Currently, they're all like, no, so what? He had a phone conversation. Oh, so he said he was going to tip him off. Big deal. I mean, it is a big deal. And the way you need to talk to them people about it is to say, okay. Imagine if someone tipped. Uh, it, it's it's a surprise party. You're going to have a surprise party for, for, your, for your fucking wife. Right? And you told one of your friends... But your friend already was like, was already like, oh, I, t- I uh, you know, he's having phone conversations with your wife saying, hey, if you ever have a surprise party, I'm going to tip, I'll tip you off. And then you tell your boy, well, hey, we're having a surprise party for the wife. You're going to be pissed at your, at your boy when he, when he goes and tells your wife that there's a surprise party, a surprise party happens, your wife ain't surprised because your boy already fucking let the cat out of the bag? Nope, you're going to be fucking steaming. You're going to be pissed. Party's going to be fucking ruined. And what's worse is you're going to be like, yo, what's going on here, man? You fucking my wife? Is that what's going on? You guys have a phone conversations back in October while I was still the president? And now, and, 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 and also in June, and, and now you guys are fucking, what's up? got to bring it home. I think that brings it home. You have to do that with these liberal mutants. You got to, you got to, we got to fight for this. We have to let people know that this shit ain't right. And it's not right under any presidency. Trust me. I think I want to know if, see, Donald Trump says that the shit's bullshit, that that it's fabricated. I want to know if he knew. Because I think if he knew Millie, I think if he knew Millie back in October, had made these com- had a conversation with China, and and it, and if it ended in the see fucking Woodward, you know what? We should be mad at, at Bob Woodward for not fucking telling Trump back then what was up before the election. So there's so much going on here. This book comes out now. They had, I bet you they had this information and were working on it back before the election. They could have leaked that fucking info. They could have told Trump. Trump could have made a move. This guy's still in power or is still a general. I mean, that's almost, I mean, that's almost fucked up from a, from a, uh, a journalist point of view that they didn't break this sooner, that they held on. I want to know when the fucking reporters had this information. It's almost fucking treason to withhold that kind of information. I get it. We have freedom of speech, freedom of press. I'm not trying to oppress anybody. But I feel like you'd have a duty as a reporter 
to pass that fucking information along that we have a general amongst the ranks that would tip off China and yet you save it to sell your fucking book. You hold it till nine months after our other president's gone, months and months and months to drop that info. I mean, I don't even know how I feel about that. I have to con. I gotta. I, you know what? I have to contemplate my thoughts on how I feel about. I, I, I need to know the timing of when Woodward Woodward found out that that Millie had these conversations and that it seemed treasonous. How long did he hold on to this information? And did he tip other people off? I wish that he. I hope that he did. So we don't know. He might have said something to the White House. When he found out, he might have reached out to the Biden administration and said, hey, I'm fucking writing a book. And I just want to let you know that your general had a conversation with China and said that he had no problem letting tipping, tipping off the enemy that we were coming. Maybe Biden knew and just didn't care. And that's even worse. I mean, I, wow, this is... This is all sorts of, uh, of, of fucked up. The more I think about it, the, the deeper it goes. You have generals disobeying presidents. You have journalists that are putting their self-interest ahead of the country. Journalists not tipping off the powers that be just to give them, a, you know, you're not trying to give the scoop away. You're not giving the scoop away. You can have a conversation with the higher up and say, hey, I don't want to give up. I'm not giving up my fucking story. But because this is informa- this is information you need to be privy to, man, as the dude would say. But this is information you need, so I'm going to give it to you under the guise that you ain't gonna fucking uh, you know blow up my book. But it's my duty as a United States of, uh, of a citizen here in America that I let you know that I got some decent intel on your general that he might be a turncoat. I don't know how I feel about that. That the info wasn't given. Was it given? Was it not? <clears throat> it's it, it, it's one of those things. That, that's a tough... That's a toughie. That's like, you know, the, 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 the patient doctor info. Like, I... I you know, psychiatrists. Where you go in and you fucking meet with them. And, they, and, you know, you some guy says, I killed five kids. And the psychiatrist doesn't fucking divulge the information. That shit would drive me nuts. Fuck your fucking patient fucking doctor code. This dude's out here killing people. If you know about it, you better say something. And if you're doing a story on a general and you get some information that's damning that says that he might be a traitor or that he might tip off China, that, that I mean, listen, I don't think that, that Millie is a, is a cold-hearted traitor. I just think that he didn't like Donald Trump and he wanted to assure China that Trump wasn't going to attack. But that's still treason. That's still mutiny. That's you telling your commander-in-chief, go fuck yourself. And when you're at that point where you're telling the commander-in-chief that you can't take his orders, you need to resign so that it's not a problem for the chain of command, that it's not a problem for the United States of America. And that would have been the right thing to do. The right thing to do for Millie would have been, I have to leave. I can't be your, your joint chief of staff. Because I can't take orders from you. And that puts the American people in danger. And it also fucks up the chain of command. And it's unconstitutional for me to not listen to what you tell me to do. And that's it. And the guy could have been out. Simple as that. All right, guys. 
Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's podcast from my truck because I'm still in traffic in the tunnel. Podcast a half hour long. I'm still in the truck, still not home. God knows when I'll get home. I don't know what's up with the traffic lately, but it's nuts. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Please do share the podcast with other people. God bless. God bless America.